Welcome to Sheality with Finji and Nyla. Each week, we invite you into our world as we talk, laugh, and have fun. It's her reality. It's my reality. It's Sheality, where we come together to live, love, and learn from one another. Today's topic in 10 years. Hi, Nyla. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Good. So I thought today we would talk about um, in 10 years. We would talk about in the last 10 years, Mm -hmm. what has happened, what has changed. And then in the upcoming 10 years, what are we looking forward to? Okay. Before we get started, we had two things that we said we were going to clear up. Yep. One being the 10 second violation in the backcourt. If there's a shot clock, which there is, there is. And the other is Under Armour Girls, the only program that has a shot clock at 16. You are. They are. (laughs) Yes. So. So we got that cleared up because we want to make sure we're doing what we said we're going to do. Right. So we wanted to make sure we followed up. So in 10 years, can you believe that 10 years ago you were five years old? Crazy. That is so crazy. Kindergarten. Kindergarten. That is so that crazy. Was, no, I wasn't technically starting school, but I was starting like grade school. Yeah, you were starting then, grade school. Yeah. And then Roosevelt would have only been three. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god! You know the thing about Roosevelt, though? Yes. He started great, like he started school ten years ago, mm-hmm. but in the new ten years, the new decade, he started high school. So. I didn't think about that. You remember when Roosevelt only wanted to wear suits every day? <laughs> like my baby wanted to wear a suit to school every day. I, I would no have idea. to trick him into not wearing a suit. We would have to have like deep discussions. Like Roosevelt, you cannot wear a suit <laughs> every day. And now I guess I did my job a little too well okay, because he Ro- doesn't. He's starting to get better. He is. He he's is. starting to wear like the uh, not plaid shirts, but like the button-up the shirts button with downs. the dress pants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, because I think for a minute I did my job a little too well because he did not <laughs> want to wear a suit at all whatsoever. No, nope. things start trying uh-uh. to act like James Bond and yeah. <laughs> wear a suit. And yes, yes, he's went through many levels and many <laughs> moons. Yes, and that's when I think um, a couple of couple of them would call him the little preacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But ten years ago, you were just being introduced to basketball, basically. Yeah. 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 You were going to Coach Nooney. Yep. In Hyde Park. First trainer. Yeah, very first trainer. Couldn't dribble two balls to save my life. I could <laughs> dribble a ball. Don't get me wrong. But, I, okay, before I was five, though, uh-huh. I was playing a little bit of basketball. Were you? But it was, like, at home. Though. Oh, yeah, on your little realms. Yeah, because yeah, okay. they, so when I was little, I still liked basketball, right? So he had this little tight, you know, the little tights room. I know y'all the know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So he had that little plastic room. We put it in, so we had, like, a dining room but we didn't have the table in there yeah we, we didn't have, have anything in there we didn't have anything in our dining so we room. put the little tight room by the wall <laughs> and was asking why he was playing full court basketball <laughs> i used to cheat all the time oh my gosh is that what russell was talking about you used to tell him <laughs> if the ball goes in backwards yeah if, from, so i used to tell russell so i used to cheat and tell rosa if it goes like you know you throw the ball under the rim and yeah. then it goes in and it comes back out you know what i mean yeah so I used so to it say, goes in on un- it goes on the bottom and then falls back through right. okay yeah so i say that was worth four points <laughs> and he would believe me but every time he did it i said he didn't do it right <laughs> you are such a cheater <laughs> we, was thinking, we were so cold like dunking doing doing tricks 
<laughs> they would so funny. they would watch the NBA slam dunk. They would take two find two balls and dunk it at the oh same my time. God, like we thought it was Dwight Howard. Remember, you know what? You and Ro- I'm surprised people didn't come knocking on our door because you remember Roosevelt bust his lip. Did, how many times did he bust his lip? He didn't bust his lip. He bit through his tongue. No, remember was that you then? Somebody bit through the bottom lip. I don't remember that. Roosevelt. He must have. He, he must have bit through his lip and then bit through his tongue another time. Must yeah, because I think it was twice because one time he was walking up the mm-hmm. side of the steps outside on the outside of the, of the um the the ramp the yeah. the thing the railing yeah, the railing. He was walking up there and slipped. Mm-hmm. I was so glad I wasn't at home. I was not at home during that time. Dad was at home, which I know he probably passed out. He was terrified. It probably took him everything not to pass out. But you were there. I I didn't see him actually do it, but you were there when when he he bit bit through his his tongue. tongue. Yeah. So he was in my room, and I'm like, Rosa, get off of my bed. He, like, jumping on the bed. I'm like, Rosa, stop. Rosa, stop. And then he (sighs) jumped and fell off or something, and I had the drum set in my room. Yeah. I was playing the drums, Mm -hmm. and he fell over by there, and just bit oh. through it. it was, that's and then nasty. you bit through your, you bust your chin. I bust my chin. Oh, we didn't God. Need stitches. No, you didn't. You can still feel the mark here. You but that was, see it. oh my see God. It? Yeah, I can see it a little bit. Yeah. That was crazy. I was too. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> it was so. <laughs> It wasn't funny, yes. but it's funny now. It's funny now. And then the other time when you broke my lamp downstairs, not my lamp, my um, the light up in the <laughs> ceiling. Try to act like he was donking. And then, with your oh, dramatic you self, know, you could have that room. That room that, that you put on, on the door. door. And you dunk it on there. Who man. And bust could've my life. Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Gordon. And then. <laughs> so it's like a light. It was like. Uh, the ceiling light. Yeah. So I'm I'm in the air. Like, I'm flying. And then I hit, they hit my wrist. I hit my uh, wrist and on it. And it all crashed down. down. It hit me in my head. Yeah. And, and you made me glad all that glass didn't shed and yeah. get in your eye and stuff. And then it came upstairs. Told me, I can't do it no more. <laughs> I can't do it no more. <laughs> like, girl, Stop. the Oscar goes to Nyla Walker. I know. I'm surprised the people haven't been at our house, like, thinking we, they probably been investigating us the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, mm-hmm, what they doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> what else happened? Yeah, it's been crazy. Remember that one time I had that scooter? It was like a motor scooter. Yeah, it's and like then, a mini moped. Yo, I'm terrified of insects. So, I'm on the little motor pad scooter, right? It was probably a fly. It wasn't. What was it? It was some random bug. My, I ain't never seen that bug a day in my life, and it I ain't never seen it again. Fly. It wasn't black. And it, okay, whatever. I ain't never seen that bug again. It was some type of weird... <laughs> I hold it on. probably was a fly. Once in a lifetime creature. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I try, I'm trying to swat it off. I'm like, and then I start trying to get the uh, control again. I'm swerving. And then I just. And that's why that scooter me. been in the basement ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I see me flying. Because now I feel like I'm too old to be riding around in that little moped. Like, yeah, it is now. But but I'm talking about leading up I read, to it now. I rode it once after that. And that polo scooter I been. flew off that thing. That polo scooter been in the basement ever since. I flew like. Two or three feet away oh from the God, scooter. So horrible. And then I came back and I'm like, I'm crying. I'm like, Rosa, just take it. Just take it. That is so horrible. Yeah. So, so. yeah. It's been an interesting year. It's been I mean, an ten, ten years. years. Yeah, it's been an interesting ten years. What else? Yeah. Good stuff that happened. I started yeah. AAU. Oh yeah, in ten years you started AAU. Fifth yep. grade year. Fifth grade year. You so went was from five years ago. You, was, you were um That was five years ago. No, fifth grade, yeah. That's five years five, ago. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Five years ago. And then you Party. started off at um Coach Nooney. 
Yep. Then you went to Nazarene. Yep. Then and we could never, ever play in the league because you never signed the thing on time. I know. I, I, I was I, so hurt every time, every single yeah. year. Maybe, I, I I'd be in the back. You know crying. what? But but you know what? The first year we didn't know about it. And then because mm-hmm. the it was only two years. Right. The first year we didn't know about it. And then the second year, I can't remember why we were late, but we were late. So we didn't get a chance to sign up for it. Yeah. But um, I was kind of glad, though, because they lowered their rims. That seems weird to me. Well. I mean, I get it, but I don't. Yeah. You know? So that. But what's that? What's that thing called? We were told about. Bitty ball. Small, small fry. fry. Bitty, yeah. Something like that. Whatever. But they did that, too. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. Well, whatever. Uh-huh. But so you went from there. Then you went to the Glenwood Hawks. Yep. And then that's when you found out about the AAU. Yeah. And one of the coaches sent you to a school. You played with them for a year. Yeah. They were just getting started. So it was kind of a weird dynamic. Yeah. And then we went to the second one. And now you're on your third and final AAU team. So, oh, y'all. I got yeah. one more year after this. That's scary. It is. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. I'm and growing up. I'm so used to being like, okay, like being the little, the the babies of the program. Yeah. Now I'm like the oldest. Yeah. Now we like the oldest. You are going to be the oldest. Well, the 17U and the 16U, you're the We're oldest. the oldest teams. Yes. That's yes. scary. Yeah. It's a new chapter. Yeah. But it's good though. Yeah. It's good. And then we unfortunately had some sad moments over the past 10 years. We lost a lot of family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For your dad's side, we lost Uncle. Uncle Benny, we lost uh, Papa and Grandma. Mm -hmm. We lost Uncle Marvin. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's more, but I can't think of anybody. Yeah, it was more because his extended family, Mm -hmm. um, his cousins, his um, cousins' parents, and um, things like that. And then on my side, we lost Auntie Linda. We lost my stepfather. We lost my uncle. Yeah, 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 yeah. My uncle Walter. Um, my stepsister lost. I mean, not my stepsister. My god sister. Um, lost her dad and um her granddad, who I affectionately call granddad as well. You know, it's so funny when my stepsister. I just like really thought I was in their family. I mean, I'm a, I keep saying stepsister. My god sister. I really thought. I I was in their family. I see. You keep saying stepsister. I know. I really thought I was a part of their family. <laughs> and they took this family photo. I mean, it was like everybody in their family. I was so hurt that I wasn't in the picture. Uh, <laughs> How y'all not going to include me? How are y'all not going to have me in the picture? Uh, Fingy, you're really not kin to <laughs> us. I, not, I was so hurt. But, yeah, so. We, we need gotta, to take some family pictures. We do. We haven't taken since the Roosevelt beginning was the, the arm baby. The beginning Except of the thing. Since, no, <laughs> well, we had that one picture. It wasn't, it was kind of a family picture for our anniversary. Yeah, but, um, The church, an, the pastoral anniversary. And that was a, a nice picture. But, yeah, we we do need to take some pictures because we haven't had any I'm in a long time. I'm the only one not matching in that picture. Everybody you else, are matching. No, y'all wearing navy. I'm wearing royal blue. Navy and royals no. kind of in this way. No. <laughs> well, Roosevelt when he was an arm baby he had on blue we all had on white well that was different that was cute uh, okay well that was cute and then you graduated from eighth grade yep started high school started high school that was cute you had on your heels girl that was <laughs> my cute. eighth grade dance your eighth grade dance you had on your heels don't be going looking for it and then don't it was, go look for it and do you realize that that was the the next day you had the basketball game and that's when you twisted your ankle for the first time no i twisted my ankle the week before oh did you and i still wore the heels oh i thought you twisted your ankle. and my ankle was sore after that because um, i was being goofy and i still wore those heels oh. 
Um, and then we left the eighth grade dance to go to my tournament. And, and I think I twisted it again. Right, right. Because so those I, shoes, it was those shoes that yeah. I was wearing and I kept twisting them. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about whose shoes they belong no. to. Yeah, but just, just moving know. on. Just know. We got you when we see you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we we've dealt with many challenges, but many good times too. Yep, yep. Yeah, so so Grandma and Papa was the first time you had to deal with major grief. Yeah, you said you really didn't, or you don't think you really dealt with it. Mm, no. So you think you're still dealing with it? No, I think I'm over. I'm not gonna say I'm over it. Like, well, I mean, we know that you never get over. But you know what I mean, you know, like, losing them. But yeah, yeah. The, the grief. But I'm not go. I don't have to, like, cry every time I talk about them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not just... In a sad harboring. place. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How do you think you got over that? I don't know. Honestly, I didn't... Like, it's not like I talked about it because it's not... Because I didn't know what to talk about. Yeah. Like, and then, to be honest, I'm going to be honest right now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I try to make myself sad because I saw everybody else was sad. Yeah, Yo, you felt like you were obligated to be sad. Right. Yeah. You know what? That's. I'm glad you said that because I think that grief is is twofold in that area. Mm-hmm. We feel obligated to be sad mm-hmm. because we lost someone that we loved. Or you just and, see other people being sad. And right. Well, that's like, part of the obligation, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to be. Mm-hmm. You know that you love that person well while they were here. You did everything for that person you believe that that person is not suffering anymore because they both went through some health challenges at the end and even though you're sad to see them go you're happy in a sense that they're not suffering anymore I think that's kind of what helped me get over it okay you know because I kept reminding myself like they're in a better place they're not suffering you know yes and then like I would pray but I wasn't praying for myself Mm -hmm. like I was praying like dad because it was his parents I'm like help him get through this yes hope the rest of my family get through this yeah because like i said i was sad about it and then like that day i cried Mm -hmm. when i found out that one of them passed away or something yeah and then the funeral i cried but like between there and the funeral and then after that Mm -hmm. like i wasn't really crying about it yeah yeah like i was sad about it like you said but yeah i wasn't crying about it yeah yeah i think that's helpful to let somebody know that you don't have to i mean you're not throwing a party of course but you don't Mm -hmm. have to be just like in this darkened place because someone had that you love has gone because you know um one of the things that your dad shared is um the scripture that um god rejoices over the the losing of of and i'm messing the scripture all up but it's like when you die in the lord he rejoices you know it's like he's welcoming you home Mm. you know he celebrates when one of his own comes home yeah you know what i mean and so that's helpful to understand that they're going into the arms of a loving father Mm -hmm. it's not like they're just going to the abyss Mm -hmm. they're not lost forever right they're going they're going home you know and i think that helps but then i also on the flip side of that we have to give people space and time to deal with grief because a lot of times um people will you know you still grieving like get over it i mean and even though they may not say that you Mm -hmm. kind of get that you know mm-hmm. um oh because we lost also reverend clark and sister tanya mm-hmm. husband and wife 
And I know when when Sister Tanya was still here um, and she was grieving Reverend, you know, we used to have those conversations, you know, no one can tell you how long to grieve. If you need to cry, cry, If you know. And one thing that I don't like is when people don't want you to talk about those people. Yeah. You know, or they or the flip side, someone who you never had a relationship with or didn't have a relationship with those people. Mm -hmm. And they want to talk about them all the time as if they were, you know, so close or whatever. But um, right. Yeah. So then another reason, I guess I wasn't as sad and I'm not going to say as sad, but like and I'm not going to say their death was a good thing because it was not a good thing. Mm hmm. Well, it was, but it wasn't. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the funny thing and the sad thing about it is that's the closest we've been with some of my some of our family. Yeah, yeah. So the death brought the family together. Basically. Yeah. So And that was the celebration period of yeah. it. Yeah. Like, my nephew. I got to see him. Yeah, yeah. Like, before that, I never talk to him like yeah like yeah yeah so and i think that's i I think that's um like you said it's good and bad because unfortunately we don't get to see a lot of people until um and that's everybody you know um sometimes you don't get to see family or um a lot of close family until tragedy happens but to know that you give people the space and the time because there are um stages levels Mm -hmm. um steps to grief and i don't want to say steps like you should be on step a or step b or one two three but everybody has a certain certain stage of grief and they have to deal with it and be in it for as long as they can now if someone is in a dark place for too long then i think that they need to seek um help and not just help from a friend or from a parent but maybe speak to somebody on a professional level which is um a lot of people don't want to do there's such a stigma i think it's getting better um a lot of people are dealing with it better but people are still stubborn or they don't want to or they feel like they don't want to put that weight on somebody else yeah you know i think it's a stigma or used to be and i think we're Mm -hmm. as a society are coming out of the stigma of therapy is a bad thing Mm -hmm. therapy is a weak thing a weak-minded thing you know um people who break a leg they go and get help from a doctor Mm -hmm. people who are overweight um go and get help from a trainer um you know and the list goes on but when people are hurting mentally or emotionally the world has put such a stigma on that in the past Mm -hmm. and i think now the world is seeing the need for people to get professional help and okay with that it's i'm not gonna say it's hard for teens but kind of because like i don't don't know okay i've said this before like in school Mm -hmm. because we our teachers be like what do you guys think is happening like in school or what is the problem or what's the issue why are you guys so stressed blah 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 Mm -hmm. and i'm like i feel like sometimes adults don't take teen mental health serious so you you think maybe it's the type of emotional problems that we don't take seriously yeah like i feel if if something is bothering me Mm -hmm. that's it don't seem like it it should like to you it's like why is that bothering like you know how get over it yeah like get over it like Mm -hmm. that's nothing to be sad about right. but apparently it's a f- bothering me. like you and your best friend um aren't talking right and it's like really hurting you and making you sad and it might drag somebody down and it right? might drag you down but in an adult like that's just a friend you're gonna have new friends like they probably wasn't your real friend anyway but that's not what i need right now right now i need someone to just listen and right to help me 
decipher through it. I can see that. Yeah. That's good. It's like sometimes they just don't take it serious. Like yeah. even in school, we be talking about like that. Be like, why you got stressed? Um, in one of my classes that we did, we had this conversation. Okay. And we was talking about it, and it, the teacher was like, like, are you guys like, is it because of sleep or something? So some people not basically like, what's going on? Like, why are you guys so stressed or tired? Basically, right? Right. And it's like, are you getting like a sleep? Like some people say yes to that, right? Mm-hmm. And then we would say, like, um, like schoolwork is overwhelming and just, like, all the stuff that we're dealing with, like, mm-hmm. social media, having to right. deal with that and insecurities and stuff like that. And then yeah. just all the type of stuff that you go through as a, teenager. as a teenager. And then she gave us this whole lecture, like, you guys are ungrateful. You should be grateful because you're not going through, like, wow. you're not, um, some people have it worse than you. Wow. And, um, at least you have a roof over your, like okay yeah that's true but that that's not my issue right now why did you start this conversation if you weren't gonna listen to us in the yes, first place yes yes i see that and because you know what the, the thing about it is we never had the pressures of social media that you all have mm. you all are plugged in 24 7 yeah and when we were coming up we could unplug like mm-hmm. you were at school and you were fighting with someone or somebody didn't like you or whatever the case may be but when you went home you unplugged from that Mm -hmm. it was the rest you may have had a even if it was a rumor it may have went on for about a you know a little while maybe a day maybe two days but you got home you unplugged something else came up you were over it Mm -hmm. but you all it can drag on forever on social media so it's I I can I can see that and I can also see where a lot of times parents or older people discount what younger people are going through because mm-hmm. we worried about the mortgage and car right. note and the bills and the, and that's another thing you know like, right and, like y'all don't have to pay bills right but I'm what's bothering me is still bothering it's me. still relevant to you right yeah like you paying a mortgage you might be like say somebody can't pay the mortgage so they worried about that right you're you worried about the mortgage my equivalent or of like going through a tough time with my friend or something right you know like right it's yeah. a different different equivalent Dynamic. Yeah. yeah yeah like yeah. you know like a tolerance of pain yes it depends on what you t- can oh, tolerate that's good. yeah the different so. yeah your tolerance is not my tolerance exactly. and my tolerance is not your tolerance but they're equally important mm-hmm. that's good this could be a whole nother episode oh uh, yeah it could <laughs> be that's good but um yeah so in the past 10 years we dealt with we had some great times but we had some sad times as well and um you know i think about that song i've had some good days and some bad days mm-hmm. but when i look around my good days i weigh my bad and i mm-hmm. won't complain so we have nothing to be uh, nothing to complain about right. you know but like you said we don't want to discount other people's mm-hmm. pain because exactly. some people are dealing with way more than what we've dealt with in the mm-hmm. past 10 years and some people are still there mm-hmm. and we want them to know that um there's always hope All right there's always, always hope. Um, and one way that we can be hopeful is looking towards the future. Right. But some people look towards the future and they don't see hope. But the word of God is always true. And if we can get to the word of God, because there's nothing new under the sun and there is something in the word of God that will compare to what you're going through. Mm-hmm. It may not be word for word dollar for dollar cent for cent but if you get into the word of god and help have somebody help you with it that's where the professional comes in there is a way to get out of the dark places that Mm -hmm. we're in 
You know, I think one of the other stigma talking about professional is in the church because, um, you know, it's like pray about it. God to see you through the Holy Spirit is with you and all of that is true right we know you do need to pray you do need to pray God is with you he will never leave you nor forsake you the Holy Spirit is our comforter mm-hmm. he is our paraclete he walks beside us all of that is true but sometimes you need a professional God gives us professionals and sometimes that person is just being lazy because what if God sent them to go talk to you exactly you just being lazy that's what I'm saying God well I don't want to say lazy not lazy because, but you know what I mean yeah, like yeah not and, Sorry, lazy is the wrong word, but there's a stigma that people have around the whole therapy thing. And in the church, it it becomes even a greater stigma because they think that the the fix all is the Jesus Band-Aid and people need Jesus. Yes, all the time. But Jesus has sent us counselors and professionals and there is nothing wrong with going to seek counsel. And so we want to put that out there and let people know that there is help. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you need help, if you're in a dark place, if you um, don't see any hope in the future, then you are a perfect candidate for counseling and you should reach out to somebody. Please go talk to somebody. Please go talk to somebody because there it will is get better yeah it will get better there is hope yes and so speaking of that on that note what are you hoping for in the next 10 years next 10 years okay can we shorten it and say yeah. five years first okay what are you hoping for in the next five years five years what how am i be 20 yes you'll be so 20 i'll be 20 you'll be almost grown oh my god so that's my junior year of college so yes. hopefully it's my third year playing college basketball mm-hmm. that Hopefully I'm um, going to be graduating soon because I want to make like I want to do that. Just graduate in three years and then start my master's pretty kind of early. Yeah. So hopefully I'm doing that. Um, hopefully I'm being consistent, I guess you could say, in what I'm majoring in. Yes. Instead of going back and forth or changing yeah. every year or something like that. Yeah. Let me interject. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. So two things on track to finish early, mm-hmm. undergrad early, going to school in the summer is a huge part, mm-hmm. which you'll be there for summer workouts and right. stuff. And so just taking one or two cl- extra classes in the summertime will put you on track to finishing early. Okay. And then the other thing is always do your core curriculum first. Okay. So yeah, right now we're looking into kinesiology right. as what you want to go into sports medicine. Right. So we want to delve into our the foundational courses, the curriculum courses, the math, the science, the English, the all of those basic courses that you need. And then start going off into your um, set curriculum mm-hmm. of what it is that you want to do. So, yeah. But, okay. And then in the, the five years finish up? Five years. I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, just strong friendships. Mm-hmm. A, even if it's just one strong friendship, a yeah. friendship that's a really strong. Okay. And you you know you're going to have to... Um, put myself out there. I know. Put I yourself know. out there. Be more vulnerable. But I get it. I get it. Because a lot of people that you know now... Um, hopefully you will maintain some friendships as you get older, but a lot of them, you're probably not going to still be talking to. Yeah. But you know, Uh, I know like you have, but you have a core group that even though y'all don't talk every day, Mm -hmm. um, you have a core group of girls and boys 
from that, grade school. From grade school yeah. that you still kind of keep in contact with. If y'all listen to this, y'all probably know who y'all are. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully um, those relationships evolve and mm-hmm. you can still maintain. So I should text one of them yesterday. Oh, okay. See? Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And now, if we, if we stretch that out to 10 years, do you realize in 10 years you'll be 25 going on 26? Yeah. You may be married with children. Now I don't know about the children part, but... But I'm just saying it's a possibility. Possibility. Because some people get married early. I mean, I will hope... Well, you know what? We plan, God laughs, but I'm not planning for you to get married that early. But I'm just saying there's a possibility, Mm -hmm. you know? Right, right. That is so crazy. So for me, um, in five years, you'll be a junior. So that means Roosevelt will be a freshman in college. I'll be just on the cusp <laughs> of being an empty nest- nester. Yeah. So, you know, I'm preparing myself now. I really am. That's, that's so what crazy. Doing? Like what, what? Mentally. I'm just mentally preparing myself. You're just thinking about it or are you just like planning different stuff you got to do? I'm just doing? thinking about it. Okay. I'm thinking about it. I'm um I'm planning a little bit. I'm getting myself prepared, getting myself ready a little bit, but I am thinking about it more. Yeah. Um because I can see now how that whole thing is real, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because as a mother, you kind of are the one who wrap the The nurturer and so the caregiver and you wrap yourself around your family and then you all go off and don't need me anymore you know on a and i I say that loosely because um i know you always need your parents well not always but you You know need your parents but you know i'm saying but i say that loosely because and and kind of a little sadly because i look at the relationship with my mom and Although I went away to college, I went back home, but then I grew, I got married, I had children. And so we're not as involved in our day-to-day lives as we once were. So it's a little sad. You may go to college, say, go to California. You may go to Texas. You may go to Arizona. You may go to who knows where you'll end up. And then you may eventually stay out there. Yeah. Wow. But, you know, um, you can always come back home. Who knows? Who knows? I might be playing professional. You may. We see what God says. You know. (laughs) But that's (laughs) awesome. Imagine listening. Say I do play professional and then listen to this later. And then come back and listen to this. Oh, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Yeah. So, it's it's a lot. Oh, my gosh. In 10 years. Okay. Well, I guess that is it. Okay. Before we go. Before we go. I just want to say, comment down below. Yes. Put in the comments. Subscribe. The next 10 years in one word. Oh, okay. The yeah. next 10 years in one word. What's your word? I would say, well, describe what you expect in the next 10 years. I would say success, successful. Success. Yeah. Okay. And I think in the next 10 years, I will become become an empty nester. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become better. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become more involved at the church. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become successful. Successful. Boom. Okay. Sensational. Well, Rate, like, subscribe, give us five stars, all that good stuff. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. Um, Share. (laughs) Until next time. Bye. Bye.